You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hey guys, welcome to Triviality, Blood Sports Season 2. This is Episode 1. Uh, my name is Matt. I'll be hosting today. Joining me, as you can see if you're watching on our video feed on YouTube, which you should be because we put a lot of effort into this. <laughs> it's uh, Ken, Neil, and Jeff. How you guys doing? What's up? Hey, how's it going, Matt? Doing all right. Wearing my, my Bloodsport t-shirt last week. We had our intro episode. It's one week later. One week uh, later. You've, you've changed clothes, but all the rest of us have uh, worn the same clothes uh-huh. through the entire week. For good luck. I left yeah. this hanging in your closet so I could make sure I had the same one. You took one. your shirt off and then left? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Just clearing that It's up. hot out. Yeah, it it's is It's hot true. enough. It's still hot out. Even as hot as last week, even. Yeah. Possibly. Almost exactly. Strangely <laughs> enough. <laughs> Weird. True. Um, so why don't I just throw it over to Ryan, and uh, Ryan, why don't you explain today's game? Well, everybody, for today's first episode, we are going to go back to uh, the schoolyard, to the playground. We are going to play a little game of crop, as in C-R-O-P, as in horse, H-O-R-S-E. We are going to take that basketball-style format, and we're going to put it into some questions here. We have a bunch of questions, and uh, our contestants are going to answer them. If they get it right, they get to stay safe and move on to the next contestant. But if they get it wrong the contestant following them gets to take the chance to answer it correctly. If they do answer it correctly, the person before them is going to get a letter, in this case, a C, if it's their first miss. If you have spelled crop entirely, you are out. First two contestants to spell crop are going to go to the showdown. Uh, And we are going to keep going with misses until someone gets it right, and everybody who missed that question will be collecting a letter. We will not be restarting. Uh, with a new question. It's brutal. Very brutal. Mm-hmm. So, if everybody is ready, I'm going to take this basketball-themed thing and throw it over to the most basketball crazy guy here. Marcus? That would be Matt. Oh, me. <laughs> All right. I will take that then. Um, so, yeah, I'll be um, calling on you guys. Uh, we'll go down in order, then we'll hit back around. So, we're going to start uh, the first question of Season 2, Bloodsport, is going to go to Austin. How you doing, Austin? Good. Famous for my in-depth basketball knowledge. So really glad we're starting off with this one. Well, don't worry. It's not a basketball question. We're just on the on the court. On the court, <laughs> yeah. quote unquote. Oh yeah, no. This for the record, this is very much general knowledge, all subjects. It's just the the all format. Right. Is I was gonna say that. 
No I was going to say, unless the, unless the question is, what famous athlete joined Bugs Bunny in Space Jam? Mm-hmm. I might yeah, be in right. trouble here. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray. And the answer is Charles Barkley. Oh, everyone has a yeah. <laughs> Wayne Knight, correct. All right. So we're going to go on to question one. Austin, what man was overthrown in a 1955 coup d'etat, ousting him from the presidency of Argentina, only to take the title back in 1973? Uh, I believe that's Perón. That is correct. All good right. job, Austin. Good start. Good start. All right. Thank you. Next up is going to be Kiana. All right. Question two. What man, whose last name could easily be found in a kitchen or grocery store, uh, combined cow's milk with grain and sugar as breast milk substitute and is widely credited as a pioneer in the invention of condensed milk? Kellogg? Uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Um, so now we're going to go to Jody. Uh, do you need me to repeat the question? Uh, no, the only kind of milk I can think of is carnation. Uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Um, so we are going to move on to Amy. Do you need me to repeat the question? Uh, no, I'm going to guess Borden. Unfortunately, also incorrect. So going to rack up some serious letters like... here if anybody gets us. <laughs> so if we get all the way through and nobody gets it right, everybody gets to stay safe. All right. Uh, Marcus, same question. How you doing, Marcus? Uh, I was doing well until uh, not right this very second. <laughs> right. Let's reread the question for the listeners. For sure. Um, what man whose last name could easily be found in a kitchen or grocery store combined cow's milk with grain and sugar as breast milk substitute and is widely credited as a pioneer in the invention of condensed milk? I am going to guess a brand of milk, and hopefully that's correct. I'm going to say Dairy Gold. Unfortunately, that is also incorrect. <laughs> Next, we are moving on to Gary. Wow. Um, no idea. I was going to go with a couple of the former answers. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure Similac is wrong, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> Similac is wrong. <laughs> but good effort there, Gary. Uh, next, <laughs> next, we're moving on to Aaron. How's it going, Aaron? I'm pretty bummed out right now. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> crying over sense. spilled milk right here, unfortunately. <laughs> Do you need the question repeated? No, I still won't know it. Okay. <laughs> about Gerber. Gerber milk, unfortunately, is incorrect. Uh, let's go to Kate. Kate, how are you doing today? I'm good. Um, I'm just going to go with a wild guess uh, with a milk product, and I'm going to say Dannon. Unfortunately, Dannon, also incorrect. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's, I think I believe Ryan it goes back to Austin, two, right? It goes back to Austin. If Austin gets this correct, Everyone's then everyone safe. gets a C. <laughs> uh, is it Campbell? Campbell is incorrect. Uh, the answer is Henry Nestle. Oh, oh. Henry Nestle. So you got everyone on that one, right? <laughs> not my intention, uh, but uh, I've, I've made note that milk trivia is not to be asked for the series. <laughs> this is a very milk-heavy uh, Let's keep dairy round, out of so. this, please. We're all lactose here. Yes. yes. Let's... <laughs> So let's move move on to a new question. Uh, so every <laughs> no one no one is the cream of the crop on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone is safe then, correct? correct? With the rules? Correct. We'll be benevolent. Okay. All right. For now. So the next one is going to go to Jody. Uh, Jody, your question: What Oscar winner played the cyber terrorist villain Cipher in the Fate of the Furious? Oh my God! I have not seen anything but the first of those movies. Um, Oh, God. Did you say Oscar winner? I did. There was an Oscar winner in a Fast and the Furious movie? 
That is correct. <laughs> Clarify, not winning for the role, but an Oscar well, winner who also appeared. I assumed as much. Uh, I have no idea. I can't even... Jason Statham, even though I know he's never won an Oscar, unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, next, we're going to Amy. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> he actually winner, became right? a cyber terrorist for the role. It's so great. You need to drive the car fast. <laughs> Dominic, Dominic Toretto, I will find you. So, uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, moving on, uh, Marcus, uh, do you have an answer? I think I do. Um, I know she was in one of these movies. I'm hoping it's the right one because I haven't seen them. Once people, once these movies turn into like a people being doing literal superhero stuff, and it's not a superhero movie, I'm, I have a hard time with it. But I think it's Charlize Theron. That is correct. Ooh, got some letters on the board. Nice All job. Right, so we're getting a C to Jody and Amy. Good job, Marcus. Thank you. All right. Next question is going to Gary. Uh, Gary, your question. What 1879 work includes the famous song, I Am the Very Model of a Modern Major General? Contains the song, you said? Correct. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know that I'll get this. Um, Pirates of Penzance. The correct answer is the Pirates of Penzance. Hey. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> it's the George Costanza. I'm done. I'm done. The mopes. <laughs> Great job, Gary. All right, Aaron, ready for your question? Sure. Introduced in October of 2012, what was Microsoft's hybrid tablet competitor to the iPad released two years earlier? The Surface? The Surface is correct. We'll get some right answers on the board. Yeah, here we go. There's uh, no milk questions. I love how, because they use them during like NFL analysis on Fox and whatnot, and they had to keep telling the analysts to stop calling them iPads. It was pretty funny. <laughs> All right, Kate, you ready for your question? Yeah. What actor and comedian played Leo on That 70s Show? Not to be confused with Uncle Leo. From <laughs> Uncle Leo. <laughs> Gosh, I watched That 70s Show. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. All right, so no answer from Kate. Uh, Austin, do you have an answer? That would be uh, Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong is correct. Oh, uh. So, Kate with a C. Ugh. Kiana, are you ready for your question? I guess so. All right. Um, what prolific Broadway couple was a subject of an FX miniseries earlier this year? I have absolutely no idea. Okay. All right. So, we'll move on to Jody. Jody, do you have an answer? I think one of them is Fosse. I can't think of the other one. I don't know. Okay, um, so then we're going to move on to Amy. Amy, uh, do you need the question repeated? No, that's okay. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> when you say Broadway couple, all I think is Rodgers and Hammerstein. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing there for you, Amy? Nope. All right, going to Marcus. Oh, gosh, no, because uh, I stopped watching FX miniseries after The People vs. O.J. Simpson, so... Uh... Uh, I have no idea. I got to pass. I don't, I have no, I don't know. Okay. It's coming around to Gary. Gary, do you need me to repeat the question? Yeah, please. It buzzed out. Sure. Either. Uh, what prolific Broadway couple was the subject of an FX miniseries earlier this year? Um, Gilbert and Sullivan. Uh, unfortunately, that is not correct. Worked uh, for your last question. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have really been a miracle. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Aaron. Uh, Aaron, do you have an answer? I really don't. 
I can only say pass. I've got nothing. I don't even have a joke answer. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Milk and Broadway is everyone's weakness. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not the duo we're looking for, <laughs> mind you. Frank and Mary Dukes. <laughs> yeah, Blood, Bloodsport the musical, where it's just two hours of fighting and singing at the same time. But the choreography is amazing. It is, you're right. All right, Kate, do you have an answer? No. <laughs> Coming back around to Austin. Austin's opportunity for the knockout punch again. Uh, sorry, uh, can you repeat the question one more time? Absolutely. Uh, what prolific Broadway couple was the subject of an FX miniseries earlier this year? Ugh. Uh, is it Sonny and Cher? No. Unfortunately, the answer uh, we're looking for is Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon. Oh, of course. Yes, Michelle Williams. <laughs> Michelle Williams and Sam Rockwell are great. Show. Uh, yeah, so we are going to ignore that and move on to the next question. <laughs> uh, Jody, are you ready? Uh, ready as I'll ever be. All right. Um, in what state did the Green River Killer murder upwards of nearly 50 people in the 80s and 90s? Uh, was that California? Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, moving on to Amy. Amy, do you have an answer? <laughs> Massachusetts. Not Massachusetts. Uh, Marcus. Uh, so here, here's another fun fact about me. I am obsessed with uh, learning about serial killers. And uh, home state represent, I guess? Yes. Washington State. <laughs> Washington is correct. I am also really much into true crime. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not claiming Gary Ridgway. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, everybody. Yeah. I, I figured if this got around to uh, if this got around to Marcus, this might be some C's for people. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, currently, uh, we have Amy and Jody with C's and R's, Kate with a lone C, and everyone else is safe for now. All right, Gary, you ready for your question? Sure. What was the name of the nuclear power plant in Japan that had a level seven major accident in 2011 after a tsunami? Oh, gosh. Um, I know I can get close. Uh, is, is it Fukuoka? Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to take that answer. Aaron, do you have an answer? No. No, I really don't. Osaka. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, that's incorrect. Uh, we're going to move to Kate. Kate, do you have an answer? <clears throat> Thanks for saying something sort of science adjacent. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Fukushima. The correct answer is Fukushima. All right. So next we are going to move back to Austin. What Hollywood family won Oscars for the Treasure of the Sierra Madre and Pritzi's Honor? Oh. Uh, is it the Beatties? Unfortunately, that's incorrect. Uh, moving on to Kiana. Kiana, do you have an answer? I, I'm just I, the Coppolas. Uh, not the Coppolas. Uh, moving on to Jody. Jody, do you have an answer? Uh, I'm just gonna guess the Fondas. Unfortunately, not the Fondas either. Uh, next, we're gonna be moving on to Amy. Amy, do you need me to repeat the question? I don't, because I know I don't have a clue, <laughs> so I will guess Houston. The correct answer is Houston. All right. <gasps> Get out. <laughs> Good job. Good Yay, pull. I didn't get a letter. Causing some serious damage, though. John won for directing Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Uh, Walter won for acting in it. And Angelica won for acting in Pritzi's Honor. So, so who's going to be getting a letter there, Ryan? Uh, so, if Amy getting that correct, Jody picks up an O, 
Kiana and Austin pick up C's. All right. Feels really cruel to get something right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game. This is a this is a hardcore game. You know, you gotta take people out. Yeah, you this, knew what you signed up for. Didn't know what I was signing up for. Okay, this okay. is the Kumite. I mean, it's called blood, blood sport. sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not nice sport. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we should do that too. Just nice sport. Yeah, it's, I would. I would really compete in the nice sport. Like, hey, good job. Yeah, yeah good no, it's wrong, but I appreciate your effort. But we all we're all having fun, right? Yeah. That was close enough. I'll give you credit. All right, moving on to Marcus. Marcus, you ready for your question? Ready as I'll ever be. All right, featuring a chameleon and a bat, Ukulele, released in 2017, was the spiritual successor to what Nintendo 64 game released nearly two decades earlier? He gets a video game question. I know. I, I'm great. just reading out the list. <laughs> and we're talking about the one console that I didn't have. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Ukulele. Featuring a lizard and a chameleon. Or whatever. Chameleon and a bat. Chameleon and a bat. Duh. Same thing. All right. It's completely different. <laughs> oh god i know i'm not i'm just gonna say banjo kazooie the correct answer is banjo kazooie (laughs) y'all are so good at pulling these out tonight it's one of the few that i know that was a 64 game that had animals so there you go all right, next up is Gary. And I'm very glad that Marcus got that right. <laughs> <laughs> In 1973, what author wrote a book whose title is also the slogan for Wheaties? Uh, let's see. Um, oh, gosh. Wheaties slogan. <sighs> Terrible. Um, nothing's coming to mind. 73. Vonnegut, I'll say. Correct answer is Kurt Vonnegut. Wow. Wow. Well done. <laughs> somewhere somewhere <laughs> deep in there. All right. Yes. Br- Bre- uh, Breakfast of Champions. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I thought the Wheaties uh, thing was uh, in the cat's cradle, right? It, when you all are able to pull answers like this, it always reminds me whenever I talk to anyone and they find out I do trivia, they're like, I'm terrible at trivia. No, you guys aren't. You're all good <laughs> at it. You just don't know you're good at it. All right. Aaron, you ready for your question? Yeah, I'll get, I'm going to prove that what Ryan just said wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In a reciprocating engine, what bridges the piston and the crank or crankshaft together? This is the anti-Ken question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you, just, can you repeat it one time? Absolutely. Me, In a reciprocating engine, what bridges the piston and the crank or crankshaft together? Is it the rod? Can you be a little more specific, please? I, I guess I don't. I don't think I have a reciprocating rod. I don't know. That can't be it. Unfortunately, that is not correct. Kate, do you have an answer? Um, I'm going to guess tie rod. Uh, unfortunately, not the tie rod. He was a quarterback for the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, I don't think. That's okay. No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, Austin, do you have an answer? Uh, repeat it one more time for sure. me, please. In a reciprocating engine, what bridges the piston and the crank or crankshaft together? Is it so like a? It's not called like a ramrod. Uh, is it a, it's a crankshaft and a piston. It's not the alternator, right? I I know nothing about cars, but it's the alternator. <laughs> it is not the alternator. All right. All right. Uh, Kiana, do you have an answer? I have no answer. <laughs> 
a lot of car people today, it seems like. Uh, Jody, how about you? Living up to the stereotype, I also know nothing about cars. Um, I can't even think of a part of an engine that isn't a crankshaft or a piston right now. I, I have nothing. Okay. Amy. <sighs> Going on the rod thing, the only thing that relates to a car with rod is hot rod. <laughs> is that a car part? That's an Andy Samberg movie. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Marcus, do you have an answer? I am also mechanically challenged, is what I'll call it. Um, I know things in cars, but um, I don't know, drivetrain. Nope, unfortunately not the drivetrain. Um, and then we're going to end with Gary. Gary, you can give everybody a letter here if you get this right. Do you have an answer? I, I have an answer, but I don't think it's right because it was part of the question. I was going to say piston rod. So, No, unfortunately, the answer we were looking for was connecting rod. The connecting uh, rod. The old pesky connecting rod. So if you ever need to rebuild an engine, keep that in mind. That's why I had to use the awkward word bridges because I couldn't <laughs> connect is the word you would put there. Yeah. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That's a tough question. I know nothing about cars either. Yeah, me either. I would Dude, me that. neither, and that's why I wrote it. Right. Is that the part that, like, in every movie, the mechanic pulls it out, and then he says, well, there's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> yes. Very helpful. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's head back around to Kate. Kate, are you ready for your question? Yes, go ahead. All right. Also, the name of a spinoff that ran from 1997 to 2003 and what fictional town does General Hospital take place? What were those years again? Uh, the spinoff was from 1997 to 2003. I can't think of it. Nope, no answer for Kate. All right, we'll move on to Austin, who's probably watched a lot of soap operas, I assume. Is that true? <laughs> probably not true. I don't know, do you have an answer, Austin? Is it uh, Melrose Place? It is unfortunately not Melrose Place. Kiana. Um... Can I make up something real quick? Riverside. Riverside, you said? Yes. Unfortunately, that is not correct. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. So Jughead's hanging out, right? Oh, it's Riverdale. <laughs> so close. Very close. Uh, uh, Jody, do we have an answer? The only soap opera I can come with that has a place name is Port Charles, but I don't think that's right. The answer is Port Charles. All right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Uh, I used to watch with my mom. We watched Luke and Laura's wedding on VHS many times. <laughs> that was the what? most watched episode of daytime TV for ages, maybe still today. I think Luke and Laura are back, too. And then Sonny, the mobster, the mobster with a heart. Oh, none can, of that is necessary. Yeah. We only have one life to live, everyone. <laughs> so, sorry. Jody, with the biggest assassination of the game so far, uh, with that, three people pick up letters currently... Uh, Jody does have C-R-O. With C-R, we have Austin, Kiana, Amy, and Kate. Gary and Aaron have C. Marcus is still scot-free. Mm. Mm, interesting. <laughs> All right, so we are going to start this off with Amy. Amy, are you ready for your question? I'm ready. 
What instrument does a concertina most represent in appearance? Is that a piano? That is not correct. Uh, moving on. Marcus, do you have an answer? Not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You say a concertina? Correct. Is it a, a violin? That is not correct. Gary, do you have an answer? Um, well, my first one was the first one answered. The next was the next one answered. So <laughs> I, I should be angry, but I should be thankful. Um, I, I've, I've heard of concertina. Um, let's say a guitar. That is incorrect. Uh, Aaron, do you have an answer? Uh, sorry, can you please read it again? Absolutely. What instrument does a concertina most represent in appearance? Honestly, don't know. I'll say piccolo. Not a piccolo. Kate, do you have an answer? Um, the only thing that came to mind is, is an accordion. Okay. Uh, made famous by Stephen Urkel. The answer is accordion. Ooh. Nice, I don't. Wow. And she did do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kate, uh, Kate kills it so there. Bad. Aaron picks up so an bad. R. Gary picks up an R. Marcus finally picks up a letter. And Amy is on an O now. Right. You jinxed me. <laughs> I did. Blame, blame the guys. They want me to do the update. You never say when someone has a perfect game out loud. That's the rule. And you should know that. I always like to do it in the bottom of the ninth with two outs. And let's take a look at Gary Middleton here. He's wearing our official Triviality t-shirt. Oh, so yes. thank you, Gary. Right. Which Thanks. you can get at LinkedInScreen.com. I would have given him the easier <laughs> right questions on it. if I knew that. <laughs> Austin, are you ready for your question? Yes. Sorry. All right. The Pantone number 1837 can be described as a medium robin's egg blue and was trademarked in 1998 by what company? Uh, what was the color? Uh, 1837. No, no, the description <laughs> of it. <laughs> uh, it can be described as a medium robin's egg blue. So what company? Is it 1998? Correct. And as a caution, Keanu looks extremely excited up in the corner there. <laughs> I am so ready for this one. My heart's saying Twitter, but that's obviously way too early. 1998. Yeah, I, I'm just going to throw it against the wall. Uh, I'm going to say MySpace, but that's probably wrong. Unfortunately, it is not MySpace. Uh, Kiana, uh, do you have an answer? I'm going to say Tiffany. The answer is Tiffany. <laughs> it's Tiffany Blue. All right. There you go. All right. Uh, Jody, are you ready for your question? Yep. All right. Uh, what name is shared by Beethoven's only opera and a secret password in Stanley Kubrick's film Eyes Wide Shut? Oh, my God. The secret flute. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, yeah, I know it is. <laughs> that's a different kind of movie I think I saw the other day. <laughs> Amy, do you... <laughs> Sorry. Amy. And then the secret, the not-so-secret piccolo. Yeah. All right. Okay. Amy, do you have an answer? Beethoven's only opera? Mm-hmm. And a movie question, but I don't know. Um, joy. Uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, Marcus, do you have an answer? So it... So Beethoven's opera and the password and eyes wide shut. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. 
Um, I have uh, no idea, so um, uh, yeah, I'm going to pass. I was going to say a joke, but I don't think it's appropriate, so I'm going <laughs> to keep that to myself. You'll never stop me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Gary, do you need me to repeat the question? No, I'm good. Well, not that I know the question. <laughs> I, I recently heard Beethoven's only opera and can't dig what it is. I don't think I can pull another miracle and say Valkyrie, but I'm saying Valkyrie. Unfortunately, it's not Valkyrie. Yeah. Aaron, uh, do you have an answer? I haven't got a clue. Nosferatu. <laughs> Dude, I would watch a Nosferatu opera so hard. Definitely, definitely. Unfortunately, 100% would watch that. It's not, not one written by Beethoven, unfortunately, because that does not exist. Uh, so we're going to move on to Kate. Kate, do you have an answer? Um, I'm going to... Hopefully, rely on some quizable knowledge here, and say Fidelio. The answer is Fidelio. Oh, <laughs> Kate, Kate is an assassin. In this game. She just <laughs> to knock people out hard. All right, so that does mean Amy and Jody have reached crop, so they will be going to the showdown. Uh, we still have three contestants at CR, so let's see if we can't play a little longer to narrow it down. Austin, are you ready for your question? Yep, go ahead. Uh, Rob Deerdeck, Stilo, and Chanel West Coast have been longtime hosts of what MTV program since 2011? What are the, uh, sorry, what are the names again? Uh, Rob Deerdeck, Stilo, and Chanel West Coast. Are the hosts of what MTV show since 2011? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> TRL is not still on, right? <laughs> not, not to age myself. I'm going to go with uh, just throwing a random MTV show. If, is it Cribs? I don't know. Unfortunately, it is not Cribs. Uh, Kiana, do you have an answer? I do. That would be Wild and Out. It is not Wild and Out. What? <laughs> no. I was so confident. No Nick Cannon there. <laughs> uh, Marcus, do you have an answer? Yes, I watch this show very frequently. Ridiculousness. The answer is ridiculousness. All right, so that gives Kiana an O, and Austin is out with a P. Uh, that means Marcus and Kate have CR, Gary and Aaron have CRO. Okay, uh, so then we'll go to Gary. Gary, you ready for your question? Yes. Algeria, Tunisia, Jordan, and Iraq all currently use currencies with what name? Uh, um, the four again, Algeria, Tunisia, Ir Iraq, and Jordan. Um, oh, I got a couple in my head that I'm toying between. Uh, I'm sure I'll go the wrong way. The, the real. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, Aaron, do you have an answer? No, not a good one. Denari. <laughs> Dinari is the plural for dinar, which is correct. We'll accept that. So that is correct, Aaron. All right, good job. Okay, so Gary has earned a P. Aaron is correct. We're over to Kate. Robinson is the last name of what 33-year-old Kansas City-born singer-songwriter and actress who goes by her first and middle names? Uh, I don't know. I will say Lady Gaga. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not her middle name. Kiana, do you have an answer? Okay, looks like no answer from Kiana. All right, Marcus? You said Robinson was the actual last name? Correct. Cynthia Dye. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Um, and we'll go to Aaron. Aaron, do you have an answer? No, Katy Perry. 
Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not Katy Perry. Uh, the answer we're looking for was Janelle Monet. Uh, Keanu, are you ready for your question? I am, yeah. All right. Uh, Gosling Brothers, Krabby's, and Cock and Bowl are popular brands of what? Vodkas. Unfortunately, it's not vodkas. Uh, we're going to go to Marcus. Ginger beer. The answer is ginger beer. Nice. That is correct. Because Krabby's actually has alcohol in it. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip. Most of, them, most of them don't. That knocks Kiana out. So we are over to Aaron and then Kate. Okay. Uh, Aaron, you ready for your question? Sure. What long-running TV entertainment program frequently called itself the hippest trip in America? The Amazing Race. Unfortunately, not The Amazing Race. Uh, we're going to go to Kate. Kate, do you have an answer? Uh, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> not, <laughs> not The Antiques <laughs> Roadshow. Nothing hipper than that. Well, broken yeah. hipper. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, do you have an answer? Marcus, you could put this one to bed if you get it right. Is it Soul Train? The answer is Soul Train. (laughs) That is correct. With that, uh, the only two contestants left are Marcus and Kate. Kate has CRO with that. Marcus has CR. So Marcus is the winner of this first episode. Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. And now uh, I need Jody and Amy back because it is time for the showdown. Showdown music. Prepare the platform for the final match. Your first question. And remember, you do have one challenge. If you uh, challenge them before they lock in, you can get two points on it. If they get it right, you lose a point. And they gain the point. And what what pointage is a victory? Uh, Whoever wins through the ten questions. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ladies, your first question. What singer's 1966 debut album was titled Boots, B-O-O-T-S? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right, you are both locked in. Amy, who did you say? I said Nancy Sinatra. And Jody? Uh, Same, Nancy Sinatra. Nancy Sinatra is correct for one point apiece. Score. She's wearing red go-go boots on the cover. Question two. What are the two base ingredients to make a standard meringue? Again, what are the two most basic ingredients needed to make a standard meringue? I'm locked in. Uh, I'm locked in. All right, Jody, what did you have? Uh, I said egg whites um, and sugar. And Amy? I said egg whites and sugar. (laughs) There's egg whites and sugar. (sighs) Question number three. What change did the 26th Amendment to the United States Constitution make? Again, what change did the 26th Amendment to the United States Constitution make? This question's a Ken killer. And remember, to get your challenge points, you have to get it correct, and your opponent has to miss. All right, that is time. Amy, can I get a guess from you? I guess voting age 21. And uh, Jody, oh, which is wrong. Um, I, I had nothing. I didn't get anything. It lowered the voting age from 21 to 18. Mm. <laughs> I just realized. Oh, oh, oh no. no! Oh no! <laughs> so neither correct. Unfortunately, we're going to move on to number four. 
What last name is shared by the married couple made of a Philadelphia Eagles tight end and a midfielder on the U.S. women's national soccer team? Again, what last name is shared by the married couple made of a Philadelphia Eagles tight end and a midfielder on the United States women's national soccer team? Locked in. I locked in. All right, uh, Jody, what's your guess? Uh, my daughter is going to kill me if I get this wrong. I don't think I got it, but I said Mia Ham or Ham. Ham and Amy? I said Kelsey. The correct answers are Zach and Julie Ertz, E R T Z. So no separation yet in this uh, final. You're matching <laughs> each other. Each other. <laughs> it's tight. Question number five. What is the Earth's relation to the sun during perihelion? That is P-E-R-I-H-E-L-I-O-N. Perihelion. What is the Earth's relation to the sun during perihelion? Uh, locked in. All right, Jody, what did you say? Um, I said behind it. Question mark. <laughs> and Amy. I said it's at its closest point. During perihelion, the Earth is at its closest point to the sun. That is correct. Yeah, I don't think I quite understood that question. <laughs> They're cousins, right? Is that how it works? <laughs> Twice it's removed. Question number six. Who plays Hugh Grant's love interest in that movie where he plays a bookstore owner named Will Thacker? Again, who plays, uh, actress-wise, Hugh Grant's love interest in that movie where he plays a bookstore owner named Will Thacker. Locked in. Locked in. Jody, what'd you have? I said Julia Roberts. And Amy? I said Meg Ryan. The correct answer to the movie is Notting Hill. That is Julia Roberts. Mm, nice one. Ooh. Tied it back up. <laughs> Question number seven. American billionaire Larry Ellison is the CEO of what San Francisco Bay-based tech company? Again, American billionaire Larry Ellison is the CEO of what San Francisco Bay-based tech company? All right, that's about time. Jody, do I have a guess from you? I have nothing now. And Amy? Google. The correct answer is Oracle. <sighs> Heard that. Going to question number eight. What element number 51 on the periodic table is called stibium in Latin? That is S-T-I-B-I-U-M. What element, the 51st on the periodic table, is called stibium or stibium in Latin? No one cares that you know it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked in. Uh, locked in. All right, Amy, what was your guess? Antimony. And Jody. Uh, I had cobalt, nothing. Correct answer with the symbol SB is antimony. Yay! Do I have to say it right? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, not unless your pronunciation is so horrendously atrocious that it's a different word. Question number nine. What word appears before the name Armani in that fashion house's less expensive brand targeted towards younger consumers? Again, what word appears before the name Armani in that fashion house's less expensive brand targeted toward younger consumers? Can I challenge? You can. I'm locked in. I have <laughs> nothing left to lose at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Giorgio. Is that your guess, Amy? That's my guess. And Jody? Uh, I said exchange. 
The correct answer is Emporio Armani. Mm. So Jody will lose a point on that. I knew what I meant. <laughs> you know the voting qu- age is 18, not 21. <laughs> <laughs> and question 10. Slightly yellow in color. What initialism is the most common active ingredient in insect repellents applied to the skin? Again, slightly yellow in color. What initialism or acronym is the most common active ingredient in insect repellents that are applied to the skin? I'm locked in. Me too. Uh, Amy, what was your guess? DEET. And Jody? I said DEET. The correct answer is DEET. And with a score of five to three, Amy has survived the first Ooh. showdown. All right. Oh, all right. Congratulations. Awesome game, Amy. Thanks. You too, Jody. Thanks. <laughs> it, it, it's very sad that Jody has to leave us because she's been nothing but delightful today. Jody, is there anything you need to say? Any wonderful last parting words on the episode? Uh, I just want to say thanks for having me. I really appreciated the opportunity. Um, my goal was to get at least one question right, so I met that goal. Um, I just didn't want to go total O for O. Um, it's a lot harder than it is when you're playing in your car on your way to work. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. I knew everyone else's answers, but none of my own. Now you know why we sound so dumb, because when we play, <laughs> it's, it's much harder. It is hard. I think it just fell uh, behind the bus of Marcus, and you, you guys were you guys were in a tough spot, I think. Uh, yeah, the, that's true. So Yeah, the order on that first game definitely didn't make it easy. <laughs> but uh, great, great game. Uh, we enjoyed having you on the show, and thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks again for having me. Yes, and thank you for your Patreon support. Uh, you can join Jody uh, over at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcasts. We won't be able to do this series without Jody's help and also everyone else's help over at Patreon. So we appreciate that. And uh, one thing we did last year that Ryan liked was uh, every time a contestant was eliminated uh, from the competition, everyone would say uh, kumite on the count of three. So if everyone wants to unmute, uh, let's bid Jody a farewell. One, two, three. Kumite. 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 Oh, not too bad lag there. Oh, <laughs> hey, Neil, you forgot to tell us how Chong Lee, uh, how Chong Lee defeated Jody today. Uh, well, thank you for reminding me. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Jody turned to look uh, at a, a big screen of myself because uh, I had a big sign that said Texas, not Rhode Island. Uh, and she got confused, <laughs> and then Chong Lee uh, hit her Achilles heel, and she had to go down. So, Oh, man. That's a shame. Same way okay. as Kevin Durant. Same way, you're right. <laughs> well, she's going to get that contract then, so that works out okay, too. Yeah. Don't worry about that. So we'll see you in Brooklyn next year is what we're saying. <laughs> All right, so next week we will not be joined by Jody, but the rest of the contestants are moving on to next week's episode. Uh, you could join us right here on our YouTube channel or in your audio feed. Uh, we look forward to seeing you then. So for... Ken, Neil, Jeff, all the contestants, Ryan, everyone who's listening. My name is Matt, and that was Triviality. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.